0: Ask Brian Radio
1: Show on KHS 1220 and 98.1 FM. It's the Ask Brian Radio Show every Thursday, 1-2pm to 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Unless it's a podcast, then you can watch it whenever you want. Alright, so as we start the show each week, we always ask that question, and it's in our theme, why is Ask Brian spelled with an E? Why isn't it spelled B-R-I-A-N? Why isn't it spelled B-R-Y-A-N or I-A-N? Why the E? And so, our engineer that begins with an E, and that's the only reason why he's here, because he begins with an E. Um, so, I don't know why
2: we spell it with an E. So, there's a number of E's that have to do, it's almost like a theme for the Ask Brian show. Uh, he did take away my the theme favorite. It has two one. E's in it, too. Uh, this is true. This is true. And that has an (laughs) E too. But anyways, so he took away the engineer, which is my favorite one because you can't run the show without the engineer. That would be a lot me, but he took that away. So he did not show any empathy because that's another one. Hey, empathy. Not very empathetic. That's because we're switching to a bot. But go ahead. No, <laughs> clearly, we're not. It's been a year and a half, two years
1: now. AI takes time. I guess so. And 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 our people, our software developers, they're going to build me a bot <laughs> 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 to replace you.
0: <laughs> what are you going to use that bot for, Ken? It sounds like you're looking for a blow up doll or something. we <laughs> talking about
1: artificial intelligence, something that some people don't have. <laughs> And that's the <laughs> second part, intelligence. Oh my goodness.
0: Well, so I, I am a little bit more blonde than I pay for, so
1: that's good. Well, dies work. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and by the way, I heard there's a discount on
2: bleach at the store. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> either way, you got the back on track, so there is track. What kind of track is that? It's Don't derail this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a third, third rail track, but go ahead. Choo-choo. But either way, we have experts is another one because everybody's an expert that's on the Ask Brian Show. Other ones we have is experience because everyone is very experienced in what they do also. How many years of experience do you have? I have two and a half. That's experience? I mean, as time goes on, I'm getting more that's experience.
1: Like, that's like being in
2: kindergarten as an engineer. I'll tell you what. I'm two <laughs> two and a half years, and I'm I'm still here. That counts for something. All right, kindergarten guy. Okay. <laughs> and then we have, I believe he took excellent. So yes, we're because everybody's excellent. Then his two favorite happens to be. Well, I'll just go with one. One's enthusiasm, and the other one is excited. Oh my! Okay. <laughs> Tracy, I was ready for that one though.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are. That cheers to the engineer for that execution. Oh, cheers. Of <laughs> that experience. has two
2: e's in it. <laughs> I need to stop.
1: Yes, you do. And out without any further ado, A D I E U. This is like Sesame Street, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it's like it's like the count.
1: One, two, ah. Uh. By the way, don't we have any music for that? Dun, 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 dun. Tracy, prepare yourself. Here we go. <laughs> Now, we haven't run the guests off and they, they haven't hidden behind their couches. All right. So, we're going to first start out with sales and start speaking to Simon Lou. Simon, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. I'm glad you stayed. Some people would have ran away. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is
3: a very interesting experience. It's my first time on radio show, so I apologize to all the audience that are on the call, so i really sorry if I'm not able to describe myself properly.
1: Well, not, not every radio show is like this, so uh, you have to understand <laughs> that concept. <laughs> so, uh, first I want to start off. So, the name of your company is?
3: Lyric, just like the star above the clouds.
1: And this is a cloud company? When I say cloud, we're yes. talking about the storage cloud, right?
3: Um, storage cloud, compute cloud, everything that bringing the business into a global platform require you to some sort of access the cloud, and we are part of that ecosystem.
1: And prior to starting this business and being one of the co-founders, uh, what were you doing prior to that?
3: I met Andoyo which is the CEO of the company when we were in college. We both went through community college. We were both engineers. And he went into a deeper technical route. I went to engineer, but eventually transitioned to an MBA to go more focused on a business route. And before I do this full-time, I was a regional sales manager for Fortune 500 company, and I helped manage a million-dollar contract on enterprise software sales.
1: So that, that, that was your lead up in your background. You were in software and then you went to this product. Now is this product considered software or storage?
3: It's actually a mixture of A, B, and B for cloud infrastructure and IBM Watson smartness. So it's a combination of making sure you get the best offer on the cloud computing and cloud storage and whatever needed in the cloud services. It's a shoppable environment that allows you to get the best deal, best performance, whatever you like.
1: Now, my understanding of Watson, what I, I know and I don't have the technical background that you do, that was more like an AI feature that IBM created that allows artificial intelligence, natural language, NLP and that type of stuff. Is that how you're using Watson on your clock to manage the storage uh, or no?
3: I would hope that we are smarter than IBM Watson because that's the goal, <laughs> right? We are drawing some examples here. So let me give you one very specific use case. Today, you create a software. Just say you wanted to create a credit score calculator that is global. And when you go from U.S. to global, you need to start deploying servers or you have to rent it from one of the big cloud providers, AWS, Google, Amazon, and they will then give you segment of their server that they have globally, and you just set up a computer there and wait for your customer to log in and access it. So companies are spending $100,000 a month setting up all these services around the globe and waiting for your client to connect to it to just do a simple math, like, hey, what's my credit score? But where our IBM Watson come in is, we know exactly... How many customers connecting from Australia? How many customers connecting from Thailand? And we use those data to tell you as a business owner, say the most optimum location to deploy your compute brain or data center is right here in Singapore. And as your client grows, you don't have to have an IT person manually doing all this deployment. Today, the way dinosaurs do things is you have to hire a team of 10, 20, 30 engineer to just manage all these global deployments. With Lyrit, it's a completely automated software platform that allow you to go from one location to global completely automatically based on data and smartness on the AI to tell you where is the most optimum place to deploy this so that your customer, no matter where they are at, will always have the best experience when they are using your software or your product online.
1: So how is that different than a content delivery network that uh, has services?
3: When you say the word CDN, it's your level, your experience, I was so excited because CDN is for images. CDN is for video. We now have moved and created software in a CDN environment. So one of our patent-pending technology is called Function Delivery Network. You see the play of name? Yes. We are trying to take compute math equation or software or big software, whichever you like, mirroring the CDN technology that wasn't there before.
1: So you've expanded CDN basically, is that correct?
3: Exactly. Or?
1: Yeah. Or, or an enhanced version of that. And you created that how, how long ago? Hando Yo
3: is the brainchild of this product. He's been building billion dollar data center for almost 5, 10 years. And he always asked himself, why am I constantly repeating the programming? For one cloud, and then do the programming for the second cloud. Do the programming for the third cloud. So he planned yeah. this startup for five years, and he quit his job at 2019 and started yeah. coding this for two years.
4: My name is Abdullah. I'm the CEO of this Lyrid, and I I think you asked me like uh, if you asked like where is this idea come from, and then it was actually about like about what Simon say five years or so ago. You know, and I was actually building different deployments for uh, scaling an application from one cloud to another. And I was looking at it, I was like, hey, why is it so complex? I mean, this is not like any different from one cloud to another, you know. And back then, it was only like probably about 50 products or so per cloud. And the complexity rises exponentially for the past five years. And you can actually see the amount of products they produce and the amount of like marketing uh, jargons and lingos they, they throw up every, like, I don't know, three months or so. And then I, I feel like it is so confusing for normal, regular people. I mean, for, for me, you know, even that developer for me. And I think even for, like, a normal, regular people, that's even more overwhelming, you know. And we try to make it as simple as possible. Don't, don't try to go, like, uh, what do you call it? And we create, like, simpler interfaces between all these cloud vendors and automated all the deployments that we give to our end users. So who is yeah. your, who
1: is your um, mm-hmm. ideal... And user?
4: Ideal users. Well, I mean, anybody that wants to develop in cloud and know they want to scale out their business globally. They are our perfect, what do you call it, uh, users because they, they know the value of a cloud, uh, of like a scaling. But they, they kind of don't see any, like, hey, what if I just put all my basket in, like, all my eggs in, like, AWS or one cloud vendor, you know?
3: Oh, just to piggyback on Yours point, like, when you are a startup, you came up with this idea. Just say you came up mm-hmm. with an Uber app, but you don't really know where your user is going to be. And mm-hmm. today's solution, what is offered today, with, as Handeo pointed out, all these other cloud companies mm-hmm. that have 500 different part numbers, once you develop in them, you're stuck with them. But what if your client end up being in a different region? The best example I'd like to point out is China. China have their own cloud provider, and they only have Amazon. Now imagine that you have all your solution built in Google at day one, and at day 200 or 300, you realize that, oh no, there's a lot of people using my product in China. Now you have to go back to the drawing board and start coding from scratch to make it work in one of those China Clouds or work in um, the AWS Cloud. But with Lyric, we allow the customer focus on the development without changing their code and tell them, say, hey, look like all your customers in Russia, look like all your customers in this location, and we automatically convert that language Mm -hmm. for you and make it work in that cloud. And as the demographic changes, again, you don't have to waste a lot of resources on your R&D or engineering and click a button, and now it can deploy to a different region to adapt to your need automatically. The keyword is completely automated with the smartness of IBM Watson.
1: So I don't have that much of a technical background, n- nothing like you, and so my question is, you know, mm-hmm. like, for instance, when I have when I have a website at a company, right, and let's say I'm XYZ hosting company, right, or GoDaddy, GoDaddy mm-hmm. right, and I want to switch from GoDaddy to WP Engine because it's a WordPress site, right, you know, you just migrate sure. everything over, switch my DNS, and that's it. Why can't you just have the cloud yeah. company if you're using AWS, and then you want to switch over to IBM Cloud? Why can't you just switch the settings and? Mic- yeah,
4: surprisingly, you think it worked like that, right? That's how I think, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I, surprisingly, that's, uh, that's why I come into this. I was like, yeah, it should work like that, right? I mean, why not? Uh, uh, but if you can actually see the the what call uh, if you just Google like my cloud migrations and all those things. Those are very, very complex problems, seriously. It's not like, uh, uh, yeah, you, you would think that it was just, uh, I mean, what we are achieving and what we are trying to accomplish is that kind of experience, you know, just move them around, you know, and then just pack it up and move them around, you know, and, and that's what we're building for. So do you have any competitors? Mm-hmm. We do. And a lot of the competitors focus on a single cloud, especially the global distribution type. So there's there's a different type of solution that does global distribution, that does global, uh, what we you call it, multi-cloud. So there's a little bit of aspect of the uh, competition in, in every single uh, level, I guess, of the business. But most of them focus on a single cloud, one. Even if they go multi-cloud, they need to have a lot of manual intervention, number two. And number three is that we manage a lot of, like, the cost optimizations as well. There's not a lot of them that does that. Let me
3: also chime in mm-hmm. kind of, like, the highlight. I'm mm-hmm. happy to share that one of our competitors actually designed their solution incorrectly and ended up kind of, like, liquidating just because they didn't design their product right in the first place. And though you with his eight years of experience and his own hands-on experience building billion-dollar data center, he knew what the customer really needed. So we focus on making the product right at the first place by making it simple, making it automated, and none of our competitors, even today, have that whole auto-deployment part taken care of. They are so used to hiring IT people, doing things one step at a time, they haven't really seen the value that automation is the key of scalability. Instead of hiring a team of engineers in the EU, a team of engineers in China, a team of engineers in the U.S., just to deal with the bureaucracy or the requirement of the region, as you might aware, like data storage security, compute have to be calculated in EU if you are EU client. Lyrid is the only company, again, none of our competitors doing this feature, It allow you to use user policy to derive all those, to say, hey, look like this person is coming from a EU IP address or EU model of a smartphone. Let's have that compute done in a EU data center and completely automate that deployment process.
1: So the next question I have is, on your patent, is it a provisional patent or is it granted or, or what stage are you on there? And if you can tell me or not, you might not uh, be able to tell me. <laughs> uh,
3: it is a provisional patent because again, Hando Yo is wearing two hats right now. He's doing a CEO and a CTO job. It takes quite a lot of effort to get mm-hmm. something as simple as a function version of a CDN into Word. And on top of that, Lyric is a very technical, fast cloud infrastructure company. So we are very confident that no one can copy us, but we are working towards the patent since we already thought the first step where we already have a provisioning patent.
1: Well, when you say that nobody can copy it, I mean, you know, companies like Google, companies like Apple, companies like Amazon or AWS, you know, they can put a thousand engineers on it, and they can look at your product and try to say, is there a way yeah. that we can automate it, right? So, well, what's the stop? Where
3: this is where what that makes us unique. You are true that it's true that today, if you are using Amazon, they do have all those feature, but again, only working in the Amazon cloud. And if you go to Google, they're still working on it, and they could eventually develop it. But the key word is all these big players, they are focusing on making your life extremely difficult to go from one cloud to the other. Absolutely. But worse than us, it's like going into a Google flight, and you can immediately look up Southwest Airlines, United Airlines, Delta Airlines. We give you a one-stop shop to check the cheapest price, the cheapest performance, or the cheapest cybersecurity requirements, and we allow you to have choice. Imagine you can only shop in United Airlines, and they sell you a $700 ticket from LAX to Las Vegas. You'd be pissed off. But with Lirit at day one, you have all the choice. You have the very airline all the way to Delta airline, whichever feature needs.
1: Tracy's going to be asking a whole bunch of questions regarding the operations and teamwork, etc., of the of the company. So, Tracy,
0: you're on. Yes. Great. So building a company like this, I mean, you guys are exceptional at what you do, but I'm sure you can't do it alone. Can we talk through the type of team that you currently have and what kind of team that you're aspiring to build?
4: Yeah, we, we are very engineering, very, very engineering focused, especially the first, like when we first built it, like the first one year or so. And we have like a very, very DevOps engineers, like very deep knowledge in cloud and all those cloud computing and all those things. And uh, that's are the what well, we when we first built it, those are the people that got on board you know and and i I started building pieces by pieces and we started to build like proof of concept. so to build like a little uh p o c s and we showed us p o c s across different like our our current prospects basically you know and and we we got a very very good traction from uh, from the p o c s basically from there and therefore within within the last like six months or like uh from the starting of this year, we actually just started to Expand ourselves and from our stealth mode, I guess, I get out from a stealth mode and start really, really selling our product. And we just onboarded a couple of sales, uh, marketing actually. Uh, we, we just onboarded our CMOs, our, a few of our marketing and we are hiring and we are, uh, we will be hiring very, very rapidly as well. And to make ourselves more to build our pipeline for the marketing as well as for the sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I can chime in mm-hmm. a little bit here, mm-hmm.
3: Tracy, because Han mm-hmm. is employer number one, employee number one of Lyric. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can share a little bit of a story. Why did I choose to follow, become employee number two of Lyric? Mm-hmm. I um,
0: love again,
3: that. Great suggestion. Mm-hmm. Han is an exceptional CEO. He's a great listener. He's very passionate about the company. At the same time, he knows when he needs help, and he will basically raise his ten and say, huh, at this point, I think we need to get out there and get more help. So when, again, he is the brainchild of the product, and he realized that I need someone with some experience that and have deal with B2B enterprise client. Again, not saying that Handel Yo did not have that experience, but he needed help. So he reached out to me, and he asked me, say, Simon, what do you want to do when you grow up or when as you pursue your career? And this is the first time that I've seen a leader that come to you and say, Yeah, I'm the leader, I know everything, but I want to hear what you got to share. I want to know what is your dream and he say, I can do that. I can structure your dream into lyric and let you wake up every morning, feel very passionate, doing exactly what you feel like doing. And Handoyo deliver his word. Every part of the step when I'm frustrated, he will step up and make sure that I continue feel driven every day. And he always tell me, what makes a successful company is two elements. Great, amazing product, driven employee that they enjoy doing what they're doing every second they are on the clock. Well,
0: so it's very important for any organization to scale to the level that you guys are headed towards is to have an amazing leader and to build an exceptional team. So when you're looking for these team members What characteristics are you looking for in some of your executive offices and just your team in general? What sort of traits are the things that are standing out to you for a new hire?
4: The one that I'm actually interested the most is actually, uh, I actually asked this a couple of times before and it's their curiosity. It's actually very, very. Uh, it's it's hard to uh, gauge. You know, basically, it's hard to pinpoint to one characteristic, right? But I view curiosity to be very, very important. It's their willingness to learn, and it's their willingness to actually open their stuff into a different kind of setting. You know, so when you're curious about something, you're very exposed, I guess. You know, and when when you're exposed like that, you're kind of in a way that willing to learn a lot basically so that's the one that i view as the most important (laughs) i i personally think that is that is the most important and it's not about like are you very very technical or not i can teach people how to do that uh but the amount of like if you're willing to learn or not or if you're willing to are you curious enough to do xyz you know
3: i think i can share two persona i can share two persona Mm -hmm. and just to be very blunt to all the radio audience Mm -hmm. that when I joined Hondo I do have, again, enterprise software sales experience, but have zero, I say zero cloud knowledge. I know the big word, AWS, cloud. That's the extent that I know. And I guess that's what Hondo Yo saw in me, that he knew that I'm the type of, like, curious person that will research till two in the morning when I find an interesting topic, that he decided to pick me into his uh, number two man. And just also to give you another example, in terms of our diversity of our hire, we have veteran on our on our company. His name is Brian Rosa, and again, he spent most of his time in Afghanistan deployment. He spent most of his time doing things that are non-cloud related. Now that he's done with serving the country, he wanted to build his own career. And typical veteran, they are a little bit on a on an older age group or more experienced age group, and. A lot of the company, like Google or Amazon, they only want to hire the young kids the 22 years old. But as Handeo pointed yeah. out, he wants to hire someone that is disciplined, driven, and curious. And we take on this engineer, uh-huh. even though he's a l- little bit older, but we train him from ground zero because we felt like those are the right type of people.
4: No, I feel like the age is not... A factor, basically. It's not, as long as you have that kind of characteristic-driven, curious, and all those things, like age, sexes, and all those things, it, those, are, those are not important, basically. Uh, and I can teach a lot of, like, if they, if they can actually uh, learn and like a sponge, it's very, very, uh, yeah, it's very insignificant, all those stuff. And on a different spectrum,
3: we have fresh college graduates with a bachelor degree, mm-hmm. with a marketing bachelor degree, with zero experience. We take them in as an intern, we Mm -hmm. expose them to different... Even marketing have like 10 different verticals that they can go into and we make sure that they continue with the two disciplines, waking up, liking what they're doing, passionate what they're doing. So, we hire a master's student, we hire a bachelor's student, we hire anyone that as far as they're willing to learn and they like what they're doing is the
2: goal.
0: Mm. Well, and I just want to compliment you because the leadership of an organization is critical when you walk the walk and talk the talk. And when Mm -hmm. employees can see by example, they may not have experience in the field necessarily, but if they can emulate a really good leader and learn from a really good leader, then you have a very successful long-term relationship with your employees. And I think that that is really evident that the two of you are, are working together in that way and you're setting a good example for the new hires that will be coming your way so you mentioned your marketing let's talk a little bit about what is your marketing strategy to grow the organization and what are some of the things you're doing now and what are some of the things that you are aspiring to do in the future
4: do you want me to take this yeah you can i mean yeah i mean in the short uh, the past like three months before we hired these marketing uh folks that we have right now we pretty much none <laughs> as, as much as like it's not zero though but we did actually couple have a couple of like we built our website we built our marketing messaging some here and there we tried to test out like facebook ads tried to test out google ads but we didn't do anything targeted you know and simon can so, probably uh, come yeah. up like with something that we we're <laughs> going to do yeah. in the future
3: we try, again, like my background is in sales, so marketing is mm-hmm. something that we know a little bit, but we don't know too much. So we try everything, just like every startup. I felt like it also applies a mm-hmm. lesson in life for all the radio listeners. is you try things and you try to measure your performance. So we, at the beginning, tried out Google um, AdWords, and apparently, as we learn now, three months later, we picked the wrong word to advertise. We went into LinkedIn and we do some LinkedIn posts and we found like that is very effective because we can target person that are working in the cloud industry that's working in the software industry. And as we test those mm-hmm. vertical, we can capture about three meetings a week, four meetings a week from the whole funnel. And with that, just me and Hando, you two person. We were able to aggregate a funnel of a right. million dollars. And now that we have the secret sauce, the secret sauce is knowing what keyword how to advertise this vertical. What do we do next? We put feel into the Mm -hmm. rocket. We expanded the vertical from two to seven different vertical on LinkedIn, and each of them will have specific messaging to target our audience to say, hey, you as an IoT company, how you could use Lyric? You as a software developing company, how you could use us? And now we can take this secret recipe and apply it with few, with five or six different sales and marketing personnel, and we are projecting a $73 million pipeline for us to capture in the next one to two years.
0: That's amazing. So one clarification question. So when you very first did the digital marketing on LinkedIn, which I think this is really great information for our listeners because there's so many questions always around SEO and keywords and where's the best platform to target. So when you initially did your campaign on LinkedIn that got you some trickle results but not what you were necessarily looking for, was that something that you did on your own and then did you hire a digital marketing agency or –
4: how did that progress? No, we, we do it all on ourselves uh, uh, for, <laughs> yeah, for the most part of it, you know, for the most part of it. I don't see ourselves, like, hiring, like, like a very, very professional, uh, these kind of digital marketer professionals, unless you're actually at the point where you kind of know yeah. when to scale, you know. And uh, so I think know, you me, always have to experiment problem. a little bit, at least, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: No one knows your company the way you know your company, and you absolutely have to be willing to experiment, but coming yeah. along with willing to experiment also means right. that you have to have a willingness to fail. Or exactly. To uh, yep. <laughs> exactly. That's mm-hmm. Succeeding, definitely. Uh, absolutely. So, scaling. that You perfectly um, were reading my mind on the next thing that I'd love to talk about. Um, off the mic during the break, we were talking about the capacity for the companies and what the market supports in terms of revenue numbers and things like that. I'd love it if you would share, you know, what's available in the space for your potential and some of your milestones of. And you don't have to necessarily share your specific revenue numbers, but if you would share some ranges about your milestones uh, to get to be in that space where some of our larger competitors, if you will, are
3: in terms of revenue growth. Absolutely. So again, cloud is a market that has been just growing nonstop. The year-over-year growth for the cloud market is about 35%, and you can Google the data online. And just for the cloud infrastructure portion, we are looking at a $200 billion market. Why is this such a huge market? It's because most people realize that back then, 20 years ago, when you play your first computer game, you run your software on your computer. And they start to realize that, hey, the computer is kind of like the bottleneck. And if I have a really awesome game, but you have a very poor, um, non, not very fast computer, you as a user will have a different experience playing this software or game that I've just created. So cloud became the defector for all these software companies to go into, because I can control how fast a server at a data center is spinning. As long as you have a fast internet, you can experience the game, the software, the website, the way I intend you to utilize it. And just because of that one factor, all the businesses are now moving towards the cloud. And again, because of that, we are riding the wave to make cloud simpler and easier. And that's why the market itself is $200 billion and just 2% of the whole market is 160 mil. And how are we accomplishing this 160 mil? We offer our Lyric cloud, hosting on top of the other third-party option that you can choose from. We offer a marketplace. So every app that is created on Lyric can be resold to any users that wanted to build their own software or wanted to build their own company. And the third thing is if you decided that cloud is not the way you want to go to, you have a bunch of your own server that you wanted to build your own internal cloud. We can sell you a limited license that allow you to run your own cloud in your own office, and that is a $160 million market. So our this year revenue, I'm happy and proud to share that we have half a million dollar revenue in booking. We are projecting 2.4 mil next year, and we already have a pipeline of 1.5 mil to capture. We just need to wait till next year when we have more resources to hire the people to convert those booking into revenue. And by 2023, that's our KPI, $10 million raise, and we'll be going for our Series A raise.
1: So one of the questions we had was, you said earlier that you're looking for passionate and dedicated people that really can, you know, they're going to spend their time, they're going to get their effort going. And the question was, how do you find these people? What traits? I mean, those are great traits. Everybody, I think, in the world wants a higher passion, <laughs> dedicated people. But how do you right. How do you know? Uh,
4: and the answer is, I have to be blunt. I don't. <laughs> I go, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's the way it is. I think the way you can talk to them, you can, uh, and you have to make bets on people anyways. you know? And and it's just making, uh just like any other things in business, any other things in, like, choosing your marketing, choosing your sales, how you make, which channel will work for you. You have to experiment with all this as well. And, again, you know, I, some people fit, and you can actually have the kind of gut feeling, I guess, you know. And, yeah, but when you know that it doesn't fit, you want to actually have to make sure that they understand what they're going for. And want to have face-to-face time every time, you know, and want to tell them, like, Hey, is this something that you want to do? Really? You know? Maybe you should try something else, you know? And those are the kind of things that I usually, uh, I meet with them every week. Every single one of them. Uh, Simon is the most probably. Yes. Uh, but these are <laughs> the kind good. of things I, I, I talk about with a lot of different people. If they're really not happy, then why, you shouldn't do it, you know?
3: But Lyric is always a growing company. I always tell people that Hunter and myself interviewed to say, if, if you end up, you thought that you like coding and you did this for three, six months and you didn't like it. There's sales, there's marketing, there's human resources, there's event planning. Mm-hmm. Literally, we need help. So as long as we can find you something that you enjoy doing, we would like to have you continue join us on a journey of building an $8 billion company in the next three to four years. So when
1: people want to. Are interested in your services, they go to your website. And the question is do you offer Good. demos? Do you offer free trials?
4: Or how does that work? Yes, uh, we do offer demo, and, and just go to our site and contact us over at uh, hello uh, We can actually set you up with a demo. We can set you up with how to use the platform and how to effectively use the platform uh, and, and how to successfully deploy it your application to the platform.
1: And spell that. L-Y or
4: L-Y? L-I? L-Y-R-I-D, Lirit. io. And then uh, do
1: you offer free trials?
4: Yes, we do. So there's a, free, uh, there's a free, always free version where you can actually deploy like simple websites, simple web APIs and all those things. And there's a tier of $50 that, that, that way you actually show that, uh, you can actually show us that, hey, you're really, really building something with us, you know. And then once you start scaling, we can talk about like how you can scale using the same code that you built for the, for the past, like over the free and the pro. Uh, and we can scale you out on any clusters that we deployed, even on-prem, on Google, on AWS. And that's how we usually the cycle with our customers.
1: In a lower level, the integration doesn't matter what type of website you have, HTML, mm-hmm. PHP, WordPress, Wix, whatever. Yep. A- anyone yep. can work uh, on, on that.
4: Yep. So any type of workload, any type of website, workload, or, or web services, APIs, and all those things. We can handle it, yes. We have tons of servers. Yes.
1: And, and are you working on a reseller program? Are you going to get that point at <laughs> some point, or that's down the road?
4: No, we are. We are looking for resellers. We are heavily looking for partners. If you think that you can uh, help us sales, oh, that's even better. <laughs> you know That's something that we are uh, very, very focused on. And there's reseller program. We are putting up the numbers, of course. Uh, We're we'll trying to make it as enticing as possible for you to actually uh, uh, sell this uh, to two partners. At the end, what I want to say to everyone in the radio is like, we want to actually go through channels if we want to deploy our software. So we don't want to own the whole thing, is that, uh, if that makes sense. So anybody that wants to use the platform to actually sell their products or to uh, use the platform to sell other people's products okay. is actually... Uh, Something that we're looking for.
1: I didn't mean to interrupt, but we got to go. Thank mm. you very much, KHS, right. 1220, 98.1 FM. If anyone has any questions, wants to contact Hayudo or or Simon. yes. Yes, uh, you can send them an email at word.io.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Ask Brian radio show. You can listen to us every Thursday on KTHS AM 1220 and FM 98.1 or via Facebook Live or anytime wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit askbrian.com to join the conversation and ask us your business questions and we'll answer them on our next episode. That's askbrien.com.